Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. It says live. Okay. Well, thanks, um, testing, testing. I think we are ready to go. Right. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Shekelola Salami Show. I'm your host, Shekelola Salami. Um, as this is the first episode, I would like to give you a quick intro to me and what you can expect from the show. I am a self-published author of bilingual Yoruba English books. I have two works out and a third to be published in March 2016. My first book is called Yetunde, The Life and Times of a Yoruba Girl in London. It follows baby Yetunde as she narrates the folk tales told to her by her mom, Ia Yetunde. The other book is called Learn Counting Yoruba and English. It is e-book that's an aid to learning uh, it's an aid to um, children learning to count from one to a thousand in Yoruba and English it is also useful to adults who also want to learn Yoruba uh, my third book due to be released on the 6th of March 2016 it's the perfect mother's day's gift it's called Yetunde and Ode to my mother um, I have a one-year-old assistant so you may hear her every now and then contribute to the discussion she also reads books as well, uh, but we're not going to go into that right away. Um, on the show, we focus on all types of books by self-published authors, from fiction to non-fiction, romance to sci-fi, as well as whatever is latest in the, um, you know, in the self-publishing world. I would also have a self-published author to discuss one of his or her books. Today I have with me on the show Desiree Moody. Um, according to Desiree, she's been writing since before she could talk. She's the author of a new book called White Rabbit, which is her first um, novel. Hello, Desiree. Hi. Um, also on the show, I have with me uh, Wilmona Marie, JC, Shelby, and together they are the authors of a book called And I Thought Divorce Was Bad. Wilmona Marie has been writing professionally since she was 17. JD is an organizer of book readings and events, and she's also a lover of books. Shelby is a spoken word performer and poet. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Yes, hi. Okay, um, so there's a website called Goodreads, and it's kind of like call, it's like Facebook for book authors or book lovers. Um, so as a Goodreads author, I find that a lot of authors make a lot of efforts to get reviews for their book. Personally, I always look for reviews for products before buying, but not so much, um, you know, for books that I want to read. Well, this was before I became a self-published author. I think reviews are quite subjective. Well, I guess also it depends on the book. So if it was something I wanted to look at, a non-fiction book, for instance, I would definitely consider reviews, but not necessarily for um, fiction books. So, well, no, no. What is your take on book reviews? Well... Um, normally, I don't really use book reviews. I follow my favorite author and their series. And normally, when there's something that comes out brand new, I'm like the first one in line to pick it up. And if all else fails and I need a, a good chiclet book, now that's when I'll go to Goodreads and I'll look at the recommendations. And then I might read through a couple of those reviews. But normally, it's just a synopsis and I pick the book up from that. Reviews aren't that big a thing to me. 
Hmm, that's quite interesting. Okay. Well, as, a, as an author myself, um, I like constructive reviews to help me be better at what I do, and that's why I've asked people for reviews. Um, for instance, if there are typos and grammatical errors, you know, that my proofreader and myself have missed, you know, it would be nice for someone, you know, who's read it to be able to point it out, you know, for me, um, or if they thought that the plot wasn't very realistic or anything at all, you know, it's nice to be able to get that feedback, you know, so that it helps me to be better um, at what I do. Um, okay, how about you, JD? Talk us through your buying process when you're looking for a new book. Well, most of the people that I know are readers, and so most of the time we just tell each other about the new authors that we found and we like. But sometimes when I'm deciding on buying a certain type of novel, maybe like a mystery novel, I sit down and I read the Amazon reviews. I do like the best one and the worst one, and I try to just use my own judgment from there. Hmm. Okay, that's that's quite interesting. And how about you, Shelby? Well, for me, I kind of just go with my own feel. But there are times when um, I will look at reviews. It really depends on the kind of book I'm looking at. Um, I tend to look at reviews for like self-help books to get an idea what the book is about and the impression people have on the book. But I know that also people can be kind of hard or overly critical on some books. So I kind of just go with my own feel and give the book a try. Okay, so just going back to you, Wilnona, um, you know, I know you've said that you've got your own favorite authors, um, but don't you read um, books by authors outside of your favorite ones? Like, how do you discover new books? Well, I normally discover new books, well, first of all, by the Goodreads recommendation, and then uh, a friend will tell me about a book, but that that's normally, like, what I do. I, I love chiclet, so if you write chiclet, I'll give any chiclet book a try. Oh, yes. Okay, and Desiree, what one tip would you give a newbie um, author with regards to getting reviews? Um, well, I think that the first thing, um, and this kind of echoes a lot of what the other ladies have said, is to, you want to put a lot of energy into, into the description. Um, because as you've heard them all say, the description really is the first thing that they look for, and it's the first thing that I look at as well. Um, and only if am I iffy after the description will I will I go to the reviews. Um, but reviews are important, definitely. And I would just say you aren't going to get reviews if you're not asking for them. Um, mm -hmm. I think that the majority um, of readers out there don't really understand how important and how crucial reviews are to independent authors and so you have to tell them you have to tell them you have to ask and you can't just ask once you need to be willing to ask multiple times and in creative ways okay <laughs> that's, that's, that's good well now that the series stuff is um, out of the way um, we're going to look at Desiree's um, book um, it's called White Rabbit um, so Desiree what inspired you to write this book well, um, I was inspired, I think, I started with a character, not necessarily an idea. Um, a lot of people, when they write, they kind of start with an idea. For me, it was a character um, who just uh, kind of occurred to me one day, popped into my head uh, the same way, you know, your imaginary friend would pop into your head when you were a child, <laughs> you know, and he kind of just stayed there, and he kind of lived with me there yeah. for, for, for a while, and I... I would just kind of observe him doing what he was saying. Um, I tried to banish him from my mind a couple of times, but he never stayed away. 
um, all the all the time, and so he was just kind of there. But again, like I, I didn't have a story around him. Yeah. Um, it was kind of only when I decided that he should have a companion, um, and this is when I conceived of the test character. Once I sort of gave him a friend to play with, then that's when the story kind of started to form. Okay. That's good. And how long did it take you to write? Oh, man. <laughs> a long time. I wish I could remember the year that I actually started, but I want to say that the beginnings of the actual book yeah. probably started way back in maybe 2007. Wow, that's a long time. So, yeah, but it wasn't, it was fits and starts. It wasn't, you know, all of these years of constant writing. It was, first it was scenes. Okay, well, let me just get this scene out that occurred to me, and let me just get this scene out that occurred to me. And so for a long time, the book was just was just a random collection of scenes. Mm -hmm. um, and then as I learned more and got more serious, then it became like a solid first draft. But then even that first draft, it lacked a lot of form and structure, you know. And then I went back to the drawing board after I learned much more about structure and then wrote yeah. it again from an outline. And then once that happened, I had much higher hopes <laughs> for it. Um, and so even after that outlined draft happened, I did have to sort of revise it several, several times and resolve certain story issues. And then finally, once I got a little more confident in it, I gave it to a group of beta readers, and then after that, I hired an editor who did who did a phenomenal job with it. Um, I just want to shout him out really quick. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a, it was a long process, but the entire process was really a learning process. Um, so, when did you start the you know sort of start putting it all together? When did you start writing it all together before you went to the beta readers? Last year, I would say last year. What um, well, wait? Last year was 2015, maybe yeah. the later part of 2014, I should say. Okay. Um, and then, so once I really, really got into my groove, yeah, I would say the whole process took a little over a year. All right. Okay. Well, if you haven't read um, well known, um, Desiree's book, this is a spoiler alert. You can fast forward now um, if you don't want to hear the rest about the story. Um, <laughs> so, well known, as you read the book, right, I take it you've read the book. Yes, um, I read the book. Okay, it's a long reading. You've done some super fast reading to be able to get in time for the show. What did you feel? What sort of feelings did you get from reading the book? It was a very vintage vibe, and I love that. Uh, it took me back to Mickey Spillane. It took me back to the dark noir, Private Eye. You kind of got like the the cigarette guy, the guy smoking a cigarette oh. with like a Glock on his side kind of feel. I mean, that's not what the book is about, but that's the feel that you get. Like oh. it's something that you would. It's kind of the book that you would see like uh, in a dark alley kind of thing, you know. It's the feeling that you would get in a dark alley, and that's, that's the vibe that goes through the entire book. Okay. So would you say that for you, the author delivered with this book? Yeah. No, you don't, you don't have to. Be. I know she's on here, but, you know, we all like reviews. You know, like even I don't offend easily. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't offend easily. I'm sorry. I didn't actually hear the question, so I just threw an answer out. I apologize. Did it also deliver for you? When you read this book and you finished it, did you go, wow, that was a good read. I enjoyed that. Or, hmm, okay, well, I really like the characters, but then I would have liked something else. You know, what did, how, how, what did, the, did the author deliver? That's what I'm asking. Like, I don't know what your expectations were, but when you finished the book, 
Cynthia also delivered for you. Well, the author, the author gave me a nice ride, actually. I liked everything besides when he took a bath in that CD motel. I was like, I would never put my body in that thing. Sorry, I, I don't see that. how that happened. <laughs> I hope he had bleach. But that was it. Oh, I will duly note it for the sequel. <laughs> Thank you. No more CD motel bad. Duly noted. <laughs> okay. Um, Jade, when you read the book, um, how else do you think the book could have played out? Like, how, you know, like sometimes you read a book, right? And you think, oh, okay, like, I'll give you an example. So I was reading this book, right? I like fantasy books. So I was reading this book where it was sort of like, you know, demon land, and so there were all these de different type of demon races, and then there was this reincarnated uh, dragon, no, it's not a dragon, it's just got wings, and they're like bat-like creatures, and a semi-demon, and they were having this fight, and they were like, oh, we're going to fight tomorrow, but they never actually said what the fight did. They, they never told us what the fight was like, like, you know, sword clashing sword, and then they never said to us, you know, what the, the anatomy was, and I was like, Oh, I would really have liked that you know, to learn about that. So, what, in your opinion, do you think the author could have done? What were you looking for? Was there a thing you were looking forward to finding out something that the author didn't put? Like, what would you have liked? You know, how else could the, do you think the book would have played out? Well, when I was reading the book, I was thinking, obviously, there's going to be a second book because <laughs> it, it was kind of like, it was, I read a lot of series, and I could tell that she was building up to a another series and so I was like okay so book two is going to be the is going to be awesome I can I can just feel it hmm okay okay and what about you Shelby well um <laughs> quite frankly I just got the book last night <laughs> <laughs> and I just really just started it and actually um I'm usually read a lot of cozy mysteries so this is kind of a different kind of book for me. Uh -huh. So, um, but it is. It, it has an interesting um, writing style, and I like how it's straightforward and it's kind of slowly pulling you into the story. Yeah. So, um, especially after um, talking to the author a little bit and her, and hearing some of her experiences, it makes me look forward to reading the book some more and to see where's it going and where's it going to lead. So actually, I haven't read the book yet, but I'm looking forward to see where it's going to take me. Okay, that that sounds that sounds good. Um, okay, so before um before we sort of round up, tell me, ladies, all four of you, what are you reading now? What are the authors that you're reading? You know, let's let's give a shout out to all the other self-published authors, and maybe someone you know would go and publish, you know, or go and get their books to check out. Like, what's the latest one? Okay, I'll start with me. The latest book, well, it's, I think I've probably read it sort of sometime between. 2014 to now. Um, I'm a big fantasy fan, and the person's book that I thought, well, actually, there are two books, but I can only remember the title of one, I will say the one, is a guy called Max Dutcher, S-E-C-C-H-A-I, I can't even pronounce it, and he's done this series on dragon shifters. So if you're like a fantasy fan, and if you like, you know, dragon shifters, and you know, like, it was for me and my taste. It was absolutely fantastic. You know, I mean, have you ever, can you imagine a pygmy dragon? Like, seriously. Because <laughs> 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 you can see that, right? So it's like, there's this horde of massive, massive dragons, but then there's like this, this pygmy dragon, like, like a chihuahua next to them. And it's like, <laughs> oh my god, how fantastic is this, you know? And, you know, when I read it, 
absolutely enjoyed it. And this was even before I became a self-published author. Like normally when I start off, you know, going before I went on this journey of becoming a self-published author, I would look at a book and I would think, okay, well, let's start off with the free book in the series. Let's see if it takes my interest. And because most of the time I find that some authors or they don't deliver, you know, either they've not had a lot of um, proofreading done to their work, or you feel like they're just doing the first series just to try and, you know, spread it thin and, you know, get people. Whereas with this book, I felt the author delivered for me, right? That I actually wanted to pay to get the rest of the books in the series. So for me, that drawing in with the free book, it totally worked, right? Because I absolutely enjoyed it, and I didn't feel shortchanged. There are some books that I've read that I always feel shortchanged, like, Oh my god, you could have condensed everything into that one book rather than trying right. to you know when they sort of just they they put a lot of words on you like skimming, skimming, I don't need to know like the whole thing. You know like they tell you a house, oh it's a house, it's got a bed, it's got and you think, Oh my god, please just get on with the story. Here's the best book, he actually delivered. So within the last, you know, say recent time, what books have you all read that really delivers for you? Recently, I read a, a Chicklet book because Chicklet is my favorite, How to Sleep with a Movie Star, and that was awesome. You would think by the title that it would be a terrible book, yeah. but it was really fluffy. It was perfect. It was like if you, it was like for me, I love food and candy. It was like <laughs> if someone had taken marshmallows and cotton candy and spun them together in a way that tastes great, that would have been that book for me. It was just absolutely everything. Who was this by again? Oh, yeah, I, just, I actually don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many times have I read this thing? Um, on Twitter, and tell me when you find out. Send me a message on Twitter, um, and and tell me the name of the book. Sounds quite interesting. And I'm looking up. Okay, oh, and the, and the, um, this is JD, and the last book that I've read in the series is by Sophie Littlefield, and it's um. It starts with a bad day for sorry, and it's about this woman that <clears throat> it's a mystery. It's about this woman that was abused for all these years, and then finally she her husband dies, and then she's helping out these other people that are in abusive relationships and getting them out of their abusive relationships. So it's really kind of interesting. It's a series. It's a mystery. People die. It's just this lady is in her mid fifties, and she is just one of those characters that you're like, what? Why, how is she so awesome and strikes fear into these abusive men? Mm -hmm. it. So it, it's a really great book. I love that series. The <laughs> title of that book was Kristen Harmel. I mean, the, awesome. the author was Kristen Harmel. Okay, cool. Oh, I guess it's a Shelby. Um, I read quite a, bit, a few books, and but one book that stuck out to me recently was um, Murder on the Hill. Okay. It's a, um, a Harley Hill mystery. It's um, book number one. I haven't started number two, but it was really interesting. It was based in England, oh, but it was a refreshing kind of um, character. And it was, it just, for the page one, it just drew me into the story. And I just, and it had me laughing throughout the whole book because the, um, the character Haley, um, no, Harley, I'm sorry. Harley was hilarious, but real. So it's also a pretty good mystery. Even if you kind of know where the mystery was going, it still drew me in there. So I highly recommend that book. And I'm looking forward to book number two. Oh, good. Desiree, have you told us your book? 
Uh, no. Um, I am currently reading, actually, The Maltese Falcon by uh, Dashiell Hammett, um, which um, is not self-published. It's an older book. but um, And I've seen the, the film version, um, the classic film starring Humphrey Bogart. So I'm reading the book now, and it's great. Told in a very cinematic style. You don't get really any of the inner landscape of any of the characters. Um, it's it's almost kind of um, it almost kind of reads like a screenplay. Um, so that's been super interesting. But um, one of the la latest self-published, since we want to shout out the self-published authors, um, one of the latest self-published books that I read that really stuck out for me is a book called Submerged uh, by Cheryl K. Tardif. I hope I said that right. Um, and this is a story about a man who is. Um, he is an emergency call operator, and he, he gets a call um, from a woman who um, was run off the road, and she has her two small children in the car with her, and they go into a lake. And this man, as you're reading the book, you realize um, it's revealed that this is very similar to the way that his wife and child died. Um, so there's that connection between them, and it's really it keeps you guessing till the end about what's going to happen. Um, and that one really stuck out for me. So shout out to to Cheryl for that book. Oh, good. Um, right. Well, thanks, ladies, for for those shout outs. Um, and then just to go back, you know, to what we were talking earlier on um, about book reviews. Um, I would like to ask every book lover to please leave a review wherever wherever you can, um, as your honest feel and feedback usually helps the authors be better. I mean, I know it definitely helps me be better. Um, and I have a tip to give to you know aspiring authors and newbie authors. Um, it may sound really obvious, but a lot of people don't do this. Um, so when you're sending an email to someone who you've never met before, you've never communicated with before. So be it if you're you know you've seen a blogger's post and you've gone through their policy on you know what books they do accept and if they're accepting books um, and then you want to request um, <clears throat> a book I think it's always good to start off with a clear subject line you know so that a person knows you know why you're contacting them um, rather than just sort of spamming your email and then mm -hmm. when the person opens your email you know a simple read and greeting would do I mean like when you see someone on the street and you wanted to ask for directions for us you'd be like oh hello excuse me you don't just go Hey, do you, even then you still say, hey, you don't go, do you know where this, at least you would still put some sort of greeting. So, I mean, you Not in New York, they don't. <laughs> so true. York, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, I think a simple greeting would do, I mean, I've had times when people just go, Shakilola, and I'm like, uh, right, what the hell are you, are you, why are you, <laughs> you know, you know, you don't know why the person, person just going, Shakilola, I'm thinking, you know, a simple hello would do. And, you know, when I try to say that to people, they get a bit dropping. They're like, oh, dear Miss Salami. And I'm like, seriously. I'm just saying, you know, say hello. You don't know me. I don't know you. And if I was my friend, I would like to be my friend. I would think my friend should be able to come and say, oh, hello, how are you doing? You know, you should be able to put a little greeting. Don't just go, shake it all out. Don't just go, Desiree. And don't just go, you know, <laughs> just a little greeting. Hello, dear. Good afternoon. You know, that, you know, it just puts people in a better mood. Whereas you just go, shake it all out. It's kind of like you're talking like someone's mom. Like the person has done something wrong. Yeah, it just sort of puts people on edge, I think. But that's that's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you, you then started, you put your clear subject line, you put your greetings. Then it's nice to know where you know how you got that person because you know piece of thing, I'm thinking someone randoms called me and then someone calls me with a number that I don't know and I'm thinking I don't even say how I'm like 
who are you? Because I'm thinking, where did you get my number from? And when the person introduces themselves, right, I'm like, ah, okay, you're not, you're not, you know, those stalkers and people that are trying to sell me stuff. So, you know, the same thing, you know, when you start, you like, hi, I got your email address from so, 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 and so place, da, 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 you know, and then that way, you know, then once you've done that, you know, then the person is now in a better mood to be able to listen to what it is that you have to say. And in this case, you want to ask for a review. So an example of what I'm doing, let's say you've watched this podcast show and then you want to send me an email, for instance, then, you know, so you're writing to me. So subject line, follow on from podcast to book review request. When I open the email, it's nice to be able to say, hello, Shagilola, I got your email address from your website where I listened to your last podcast show. I liked what you talked about and wanted to ask if you would mind reading my latest book and give me your honest feedback. I think you would like the story as it's about dragons and assassins. I looked at the page and saw that you really read some fantasy books. Please let me know if you would be able to spare the time anytime soon. I would be happy to email you a copy of the manuscript in any format you like. Kind regards, random author. Guys, what do you think about that? I think that's great advice. Comment great advice. Yes. yes. Being clear. I think good advice. And asking specifically what you want is is it goes a long way. Yeah, because you know I just think you need know, courtesy. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.